Hi, my name is Ivanya Easley, and this is the Closet Chronicles. I am the founder and CEO of Love E Fashion and Style by Love E. This podcast is all about sharing the fashion entrepreneurship journey, talking with other fashion professionals so they can share their stories, their journey, and give you advice. So we have a special guest today. She is going to introduce herself, tell us all about her line, her business, and her story of how she got started. So welcome. Thank you for joining me. Hi, Ivonia. Thank you so much for having me on here. This is Bella V. And I am so elated. I'm so excited that you actually invited me on here. When I got the invitation, I was like, wow. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. Um, I actually right. always am looking to, well, I mean, you know, with us being in the fashion business and me working with designers and boutique owners and just other people that are in the industry, I'm always curious, of course, their story, their start, and then hearing it, how it can be beneficial to others. So um, when I meet people and um, they're in the business, I always think that they could potentially be a guest for the podcast, as well as a new relationship that we can collaborate or do things together, uh, whether that be I shop from you for my clients or for myself or right. you participate in one of our fashion experiences, all kind of things. So just right. to connect and learn more along with the listeners. So, Absolutely. So what's the name of the line? Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, my name is Bella V and my line is called Be On Core. Okay. And I started off, uh, my line is just a brand new line, which I recently just started about six months ago in July of 2020 and uh, but I've had the passion for well, fashion that was six months ago because we're in 23 yes <laughs> so it was like me the me last year but you said 2020 oh 2022 oh okay <laughs> I was like, that was like two years and some change but okay 2022 oh, 2022 <laughs> me last year yes yeah. that was when I got started okay so I've always had the passion for fashion for a while now, and I just um, put my creativity into my line. I yeah. sketch my own design, and okay. I've, collected, <laughs> I've collected a portfolio of sketches for the past six years now, okay. which I, um, you know, I get my inspiration from everywhere mm -hmm. to, you know, just um, make it into my own design. So I've had a portfolio or um, sketches for the past six years, but during the pandemic, I got a lot of time to yes. be indoor, sit down, and just put my creativity to work because yes. I had a lot of time to myself during the yes. pandemic. Yes. So that was when I decided to start going into, you know, the whole nine as far as research as to, you know, how to get started with a clothing line. Yeah. I actually learned everything by just doing my own research. <laughs> research is so, you can learn so much if you just research. I think people get absolutely. away from it um, because they want to ask everybody like, oh, well, how did you do it? And what are the questions? But reading and research, almost like back when you're in college, is right. a way to really find um, answers. I mean, I still love to read and research anything that I'm interested in. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I did a lot of that during because, you know, I had a lot of time to be still because we're yeah. all indoors during yes, the pandemic. Yes. And, you know, I had a lot of time to be still. And prior to that, I have uh, been a marketer for 14 years now. 
And I still, I'm still involved in the marketing field that I do, uh, which I market for a Fortune 500 wellness company. And, um, but I didn't really have a lot of time to really put in my creativity into my clothing line because I was doing a lot of traveling. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm still trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my clothing line. But during the pandemic, like I said, I had a lot of time to myself. So I did a lot of research as far as fabrics and, you know, where to start my production and all of the online. So my line um, basically is created to pretty much help me look and feel elegant. And my pieces are timeless classic pieces where, um, you know, there's really nothing too flamboyant about my pieces. Mm -hmm. They're like very uh, soft and feminine. And it just helps you to bring out that elegance in your dressing. And, you know, I took my time with the colors and picking out the fabrics and the all night. And um, the name B Encore is actually, it means, well, B is the first initial of my name and Encore means repetition. So pretty much it's repetition of my style. I love and, that. <laughs> thank you. And over the years, I love being when people's an- names have a meaning that, you know, not make sense, but like make sense for who they are and what they're trying to represent. So. Right. Absolutely. And over the years, being an entrepreneur, because, um, you know, I've always been in business and I understand the art of dressing the part to, you know, look good and present yourself good in front of your clients and just in general. And uh, so I've always gotten a lot of compliments as to how I look, how I dress. Yes. Yes. So that's why I I got started, too. So (laughs) Right. So that's how I came up with the name Be Encore because it's just repetition of my styles and all the women to help women look and feel elegant. Yeah. So that's how I got started. And I am so excited about the journey Mm -hmm. so far. And it's um, it's been an amazing journey for me. I'll tell you. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Now, you did all your research because you had all the time during the pandemic. Now you have started. And you've decided the kind of woman you want to sell to. You've done your research on where to get the garments and your manufacturing. Can we talk a little bit about how did you even figure out, like, who was a good manufacturer? If you was going to manufacture in the U.S. or overseas. Okay. You know, did you have a sample maker? Did you make the sample? Like, dig a little bit into that. Only because a lot of times, at least especially with my podcast and when you're talking to people, people are like, yeah, you know, I started my line. I sell it this store. I sell it that store. And it's like, okay, can we talk about, though, how did you figure out what, you know, the ins and outs and kind of the nuanced details that help you determine how to even create a collection because it's more to it than, hey, I have a collection. I'm sold at Nordstrom's. There's like a gazillion steps before you get there. So <laughs> right. you get more into those more detailed steps of like, oh, maybe I need to look into this or look into that as far as helping me if I want to start a line, that type of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So like I said earlier, I did a lot of research myself and Basically, I wanted to, like I said, I wanted to create pieces that are timeless and classic. So I opted in for um, more of natural fibers um, for my fabrics. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I have a lot of silk, cotton, um, linen, wool, and also I do have some polyester fabric, which are high quality polyesters. Okay. And so I did a lot of research as to where to source for my fabric. Okay. And once the border got opened after the pandemic, yes. <laughs> lifted that hold, and 
I got on the plane to um, Turkey. Oh, so I went to Istanbul. Turkey's Turkey. on my list actually to go to, not for work, <laughs> just to go. <laughs> to go, it's a beautiful place. I'll my friend you. said she enjoyed it. She went this past summer. Oh yes, it is beautiful. I'll tell you that. So I got on the plane. I went to Istanbul because I did my research as to where to find because I wanted to yes. um, start off with some cotton and linen pieces because yes. I launched like right in the middle of the summer. Yes. Yeah. So I got, I did my research. I found out that Turkey has a lot of great, great linen and cotton pieces. And so I didn't know anybody there. I didn't know how to speak Turkish language. Yes. And I just got on the plane and I've always been that, you know, bold entrepreneur that just um, take a lot of risk. Yes, to do things. I mean, being an entrepreneur is uh, being a risk taker already. Absolutely, step out of you yes. know the box we've all been taught to be in. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So I booked my flight. I got on the plane. I, you know, I planned to stay there for about a week, and so I just um did my research as to where to go, like the Once markets to yeah. go. Exactly. So. I got on the plane, I got a translator on my phone, the translator app, and I just went about the city of I Istanbul. Love it. And I started sourcing for fabrics there in the market. And, you know, I met some people that actually speak good English that I could actually communicate with because yes. the language was a big barrier for me. Yes. However, you know, I was blessed and fortunate enough to meet some great people and just ask them questions as to where to find fabrics and I started you know just connecting with people like getting contacts that was my goal yes for me to go and just gather a bunch of contacts and just see things for myself and not necessarily to start my production so basically based on all the contacts that I got I was able to get referrals to who can be my um, pattern maker, who can make my samples, yes. who can produce for me. So from one connection led to another and to another. And I agree. That is how it <laughs> always works. Absolutely. I think it's really important when people want to do stuff outside of the research and the reading is to also put yourself out there so that people know what is it is you want to do because you don't know who the people that you know know and it's like these all these little degrees of separation between you and the person that you may need to help you yeah. and vice versa absolutely absolutely yes yeah, so i um got connected with uh, a manufacturing um company over there in turkey then was willing to because i called uh, several of them but mm -hmm. some of them were like so busy they couldn't take up my own yes. production because i was starting off as a small business of course and you know my and they um, probably have minimums and all the things exactly you know, talking about getting samples made yeah one, what they're going to be like and then mind you if it's a new business like well, okay well do i really want to have a hundred minimums per colorway per design when right. I haven't even built a business or have any kind of customers as of yet. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was a big challenge. I've dabbled in me. the design world before. So I know <laughs> a little bit about that too. Absolutely. And it was a big challenge for me because, you know, a lot of them were quoting like high minimum. Yeah. And I was. Um, yeah. That's what know, it seemed like they always do. Power of negotiation right. though. 
Exactly. Like, hey, this is what I can do. Can we work some out? <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I got referred. So the first company that was going to take up my work, they couldn't because they were like, well, we're going to have to um, put you on the back burner for the next one or two years because we're busy with auto production. So they referred me to another company that was willing to take up my production because I really love their work over yes. there because yes. their teachers are like really good. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. those guys know what they're doing. <laughs> yes. Love so, it. Right. So I gathered all that information and I came back home. I went to the market. I got like pieces or, um, you know, these samples, fabric samples. Yeah. And just um, gathered a whole bunch of information. And I came back, you know, sat down and kind of like really put a little bit of a structure yes. to what I wanted. Yes. And about, you know, about four or five months later, I decided to go back after communicating with a factory that was willing to take up my production yeah. so I wanted to go back and kind of see what they do how they produce kind of like just walk through their yeah. manufacturing space and just know uh, where I will be producing yeah so I took a, another trip back and I took a bunch of my samples like my sketches with yes. me when I went the second time and they were willing to take up my production so I started with three styles mm-hmm. and because they quoted me a hundred pieces per style so i'm like well I did, have that, did that include multiple colors or no no just one color because yeah. sometimes was, when they do that it's like okay well can i get 20 in one color so that way you get five different colors out of that hundred and right. sometimes you can try to negotiate that way um just so yeah you get more options but yeah <laughs> right, but I didn't have the luxury to do that with yeah. them, and so I um I just started with three styles and three yeah. colors, cool. because they weren't willing to do multiple colors for me. Yeah, yeah. So I started with three styles because I'm like, well, I've put this on the back burner for too long. I got to yeah. got to start somewhere. Baby steps started. are better than no steps. Exactly. Yeah. So that's how I. Plus, if you start build the relationship over time, you're able to negotiate a lot more. Things. Right, 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 right. I mean, Absolutely. Diane von Fritzberg started with the wrap dress. I mean, and you know, yes. that one design, and it just did very well. So, Absolutely, yes. Can't despise and, small beginnings. Absolutely, you're right about that. Yeah, so I started with um, one of my linen um, dresses. Yeah, and I started with a two-piece um, resort wear and also a tea dress. And so that's what I started with. And I got my my samples made um, because when I went the second time, I was there for about a couple of weeks. So I was able to get my samples made. I saw it. It looked good. And I, yeah, so I decided to start my production and I launched in July 17th of 2022. And um, it was. How's it been going? It's been going phenomenal. Awesome. Like I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my like I the the response I've gotten since I started mm-hmm. is actually unbelievable. <laughs> I love that. That is great. <laughs> right, right. And I was like, well, it's probably gonna take me years to pretty much sell all of this because 
I it's something brand new that I was starting. But when I did my launch, I got a lot of support. I did a mini launch whereby I invited a few friends and family, yeah. and they came out. The support, the support was incredible. Like I, I, I was that. really, really excited about it. And women wanted to wear my pieces and just. They just love it. And, you know, it's just been a learning journey for of me. Of course, of and course. My, so right now, I started with three pieces, like I said, three styles and three colors. And right now, I am up to 15 styles and color combined together in awesome. my total line. Yes. Hi. I'm so excited about the journey. I'll tell you because the support has been incredible. I so basically, it. and since then, I've innovated to look for ways to help my customers get like, you know, a better deal with my dresses. So I created a group, which is called the VIP group, whereby I can negotiate better for fabrics and I pass the savings across to my customers. So they get up to 30% discount awesome. now on my pieces. Yeah. So it's all about being creative and just looking for ways to make sure that your customers are satisfied and they're excited yeah so i'm excited about the future i'll tell you that Yvonne, and it's been such a phenomenal journey for me i am loving every bit of it because this is something that this is my baby and yes <laughs> this is something yes. that i see myself doing for the long haul i love yeah. that i love it and i was just gonna ask so what is um some of the plans that you can share for the line and the company this year Yes. So I, like I said, I started with a VIP program. So that's something that I've, I kickstarted like la late last year. Okay. And it's been, um, it's something that is going to be a driving force mm -hmm. to help with marketing and sales this year. And because it's a win-win for me and my customers yes. because of the great deal that they are getting. Then also part of the VIP program, which I have um, just, you know, kind of like um, added to it is helping with personal styling. Also, okay. I didn't mention during the pandemic, mm -hmm. I got my certification as an image consultant and okay. also a color consultant. Okay. Yeah. So I decided to implement that into my clothing line now. So helping my customers recommend like what styles fits their body silhouette. And also what colors look good on them based on their undertone and pretty much what will look good in, on them in general. And also helping with styling tapes, like what shoes yes. and accessories to match so that way, my not clothing. only can you sell them your line, but you can also show them how to style it, how to wear it and do Absolutely. different Absolutely. Which makes it more valuable than just, I bought a dress. Right, exactly. Yeah, I so love that concept, and I think that. actually more designers and boutique owners should figure out a way to combine the styling with it. I mean, of course, you know, yeah, you in a boutique or help with the designer, they are going to tell you how to style it. But I think if they focus on trying to figure out how, because y'all already have the product, and combine that with the styling, it's like, oh well, I can sell you you know, a thousand dollars. And with that, you get my styling and a certain number of dresses or a certain capsule collection type of wardrobe, so to speak. And Absolutely. that way you're selling your clothes and services all like combined in one, so to speak. Cause you know, exactly. I'm only a wardrobe stylist. I had a clothing line and I sold it, 
back in the day already and now they're trying to get me to come out with like a capsule collection but oh, I really wow. love styling just because I love to be able to shop from so many of y'all talented designers and as a designer you have to kind of you know pick an aesthetic and stay in it because you can't design all of the things That's what true. I do love about exactly. shopping is that like from you I could get timeless and classic from somebody else I might could get loungewear from somebody else I can get you know because all my clients I'm servicing all of their different needs and occasions as their stylist absolutely absolutely and that's the you know that's the diversity of being a stylist you can work with a lot of people you can work with accessories companies shoe line clothing bags and all the you know (laughs) everything in general that has to do with apparel and clothing yeah so that that's beautiful yeah so that's one of the things that i've implemented in the vip program this year and also i do offer complimentary fitting so because it's not one size fits all for all outfits because you can be a size medium and i'm also a medium but something can look better on you yes than it does on me so basically there's anything that needs to be tucked in with my pieces when you wear it and it needs to be fitted right on you because that's really what you include the alterations yes i do oh i love that that's, so that's another part because alterations can get to be expensive. I include alterations Absolutely. in my fees as a stylist, but again, I'm including it as uh, my styling services fee. I'm including our alterations for the garments because most of the designers that I'm buying from are not including alterations, and they right. do, they're going to charge extra. Exactly. <laughs> right. I'm right. just so- offering to include it as a service as a perk of like, oh, would you have a personal stylist? I'll pay for your alterations absolutely yeah so no, that's that something great that, yeah and also i do include complimentary shipping oh, for good. all my vip good. members yeah well, all so. of those little things are definitely perks that make it like oh this is why i enjoy part of the reason why i enjoy shopping i really feel like nowadays with all the noise of so many different people selling everything and selling yeah. out the stores but on social media is like, how can you stand out? And good customer service is always going to be, you know, detailed customer service is always going to be uh, a good selling point to distinguish you from other people for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also to add some of my styles are limited edition. Mm-hmm. Some of it will not be coming back and yes. some of it might come back. <laughs> because I've, I've actually sold out on a few pieces that, you know, some of my customers are like, right. yeah, you need to bring it back in another color. Yes. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yes. So that's another thing with my pieces. A lot of it will be limited. Yes. So once it's sold out, it's sold out. And, yes. you know, and some of it might come back. Yes. Yeah, so. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. And right. then for as far as the business side outside of the designing, what have you found to be helpful to run your business? Because I do know as an entrepreneur, especially in the creative space, and even me when I first got in it, it was like, you know, I got into this because I love women and helping them look good and feel good. I have a good eye. I love clothes. I love shopping. But it's like you also have to run the business. So once I got in it, it wasn't like I was shopping all day, every day. And that was my only job. It was like, okay, now this is my actual livelihood. I can't even shop all day, every day if I wanted to, because I have to run the business. So for you, how does that work with the creativity and marrying it with the business? Or do you have a partner that handles that? Or how do you juggle both? Okay, that's a good question. So basically (laughs) being an entrepreneur for 14 years, one of the things that I've learned is that have up to 
three to five strategy of marketing mm-hmm. in whatever you sell, business or service. Yes. So basically with my clothing line, uh, I I don't intend to be in stores. Yes. For now. That's okay. not something that, and I also don't intend to have a storefront. Yes. For now. Yeah, and mainly because of the services that I include yes. in my in my with my clothing. Yes. yes. So that's why I don't because I want people to have that personal relationship with me because with what I do, I have a brand story behind my product. Yes. I'm not just selling apparel just to yes. sell. Yes. yes. So I want to build that personal relationship with women and just help them develop their taste as yes. far as styling is concerned. So basically one of the things that I do for my marketing is um, I offer commissions to people that refer people to me. Okay. And that has helped me to grow my business tremendously. I've actually grown through word of mouth. And you'll be awesome. very surprised how word of mouth can spread. Oh no, I'm so not surprised. Fast. Most of my business has been built up word. I've made right. all six figures from word of mouth. So exactly. Yeah. yeah, so that's been helping because when people wear my clothing and they show up at an event or anywhere and they get a compliment. Yeah. And whoever gives them the compliment, they refer them to me and they're like, okay, well, you know, if you call my friend, she's a stylist and she's the one that designed this outfit. Yeah. And you will get up to 30% discount. So basically, they are actually marketing the VIP program for me automatically. And they're referring people to me. And I give them a 15% thank you referral fee whenever they buy something from me. Yeah. So that's one strategy that I have been using. And it has been actually, that's my best strategy so far. Yes. That has been working for me. Yes. And pretty much, you know, I'm a walking billboard for my brand. Of course. I wear my clothes pretty much as a uniform <laughs> everywhere I go and every day. And I get, you know, also just um, market that by just wearing it. Yeah, so. Can you hear me? Hello? I'm up with. Oh, you had disappeared for a second. (laughs) Hello? Yes, yes, you disappeared for a second. Oh, okay, am I back? Yes, you are. (laughs) Oh, okay. I don't know what happened, but I was like, maybe your phone rang, and if you declined the call, it probably just paused it for a second. Right. Yeah, so also another thing that I've been doing is partnering up with other boutique owners that sell, like, accessories, bags, and shoes. Yeah, yeah, so I've been partnering. Things that complement your line because there but doesn't go. compete against it because yes. shoes, you gotta wear shoes with an outfit or accessories with an outfit. Exactly. So it doesn't take away from what you're doing. I love right. that. Right, yeah. So then And that also, makes perfect sense. It does. It actually does. Yeah. So and also another strategy is partnering up with stylists like you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm definitely yeah. gonna reach out. I do have a client in March. <laughs> that I feel like your line would be really appropriate for her. Um, oh, okay. She gets back from Dubai. So um, she's okay. going to Dubai in a couple of days. So yeah. that's her appointment is early March. So I'll be in touch about that. And that's, that's awesome. Offer, 
off the podcast conversation, but we'll chat. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, so that's, those are the strategies that I've been using, partnering up with. I have some stylists that I've partnered up with out of the country. Yeah. And okay. yeah, some awesome. of them in other states and yeah, so those are now, my Now, would you marketing. wholesale your line to, I know you like, you don't want to open your own store at the moment and you don't want to sell to stores per se right. right now. But if you had, like you said, people out the country or stores that wanted to carry just a few of your pieces, would you wholesale them to a store? I would. I would. It, it, it really depends on. If it just made sense. Yeah, if it makes sense. Exactly. Yeah, cool, but cool. some of those stylists that I've partnered up with out of the country, I've kind of like sold like maybe five to ten pieces to them. Yeah, yes. yeah, because okay. they, you know, I mean, they love the style and they think that their client it will resonate with some of their clients. Yes, yeah, so, love that. Yeah. So, but you know, I'm still in the beginning phase. I'm still trying out a few things of course. to see like what works and what doesn't work. And, you know, it's business, whatever yeah. doesn't work, we try to fine tune it. Exactly. And whatever works, we keep it. <laughs> exactly. Keep doing more of it. Yes. Definitely. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you again for taking time to chat with me. Um, I have enjoyed this conversation and as I guess, final thoughts, as a few words of advice, what are like three things that you would share with somebody that is interested in becoming a fashion designer? Are there a new fashion designer? Okay. So first thing I would say is start wherever you are, because that's how I started. Yes. Don't, it doesn't matter if you're starting small, even yes. if it's just one style, one yes. color, get started. Don't yes. procrastinate. Just get started. And Another another um, advice I would give is tell everyone you meet about what you're doing. Yes. And a closed mouth is never fed. Girl, like, that you're part. getting <laughs> You're getting started. And I'm always hungry, okay? So <laughs> <laughs> right. it's always going to be known before I leave a spot that you know what I do and I know what you do. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell everyone about what you're doing and just spread the word and yes. I remember when I first got started I had to put myself in the consciousness of when people give me a compliment I let them know it's my clothing brand exactly <laughs> exactly yeah so I had to put myself in that continuous consciousness to just tell people it's yes. my clothing brand when I get a compliment yes yeah, so basically start wherever you can however you can start and wherever you're starting from and number two is tell everyone about your brand and number three, get excited. Yeah. Get excited about what you're doing. people can build the passion. Absolutely. Get I get excited. that. That's the number one thing I get anytime I talk to somebody. <laughs> is like, I can feel or I can see the passion that you have, that they get excited because I'm excited. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because it's contagious. And yeah. I love your energy. I remember the first day we met at the FGI event. It was yes. like, you were like a ball of energy. I'm like, Thank oh my you. gosh, I love a <laughs> spirit like you were Thank willing to you. connect with everyone you were willing to chat with everyone and just you know have a conversation in general so it, it was it was a priceless moment when we met I couldn't yes. forget that because people will never forget you know when you meet them how much of a you know how you make them feel exactly. exactly yeah exactly. yes totally yes. So, agree. yeah so those are the advice that I would give to someone starting off brand new
Yes, yeah. I love that. I love that. And of course, where can they find you and your line? Give us your website and all the things. And of course, I'm going to tag you when we post it. Sure. So my website is B as in boy dash on core. That is spelled E-N-C-O-R-E dot com. So it's B dash on dot com. That's where you can find me. All my pieces are. I'm actually um, also I, I didn't mention this. I put in I have five collections. I have the holiday collection. I have the lounge collection. I have summer collection resorts and date night collection on my website and i'm adding new pieces every three months to my line so you can go on the website and check out what i have in the description for each clothing is on there then you can also find me on my social media which is instagram at mason b encore so it's m-a-i-s-o-n-b dot encore on social media on instagram Awesome. Yes, those are the two places you can find me. Thank yes, you so much for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for um, participating and being a guest. I'm so excited to see what you're going to do with your line and your collection. And like I said, I'll definitely be in touch because I do have a client in mind that I do want to um, get a few pieces from you for her because I think it would be um, perfect based on her style. All right. Thank you. Awesome. Well, I'll see you again soon and have a wonderful rest of the week. Okay, sure. You too. Thanks. Bye. Hi. Thank you for listening and tuning again to Closet Chronicles. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you are interested in learning how to turn your own passions and creativities into profits and monetize your gifts and talents, I would love to help you. I have a business of style class that you can take in person if you're in Atlanta or virtually anywhere in the world. If you'd like more information, click the link at the end of each episode. and You can find out information, how to chat with me to learn how to grow and scale your business and not just let it be a hobby, but be able to actually build a thriving, sustainable business to support you and your family and your lifestyle doing what you love. I hope to chat with y'all soon. Take care. Bye-bye.